You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Here are your hosts, Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. Hello and welcome to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host, Jeff Griffin. The snow is falling, the temperatures are dropping, and you can handle it two ways. One, you can sit in your house and complain about it and never go out. Two, you can go out in it and have a great time skiing and snowboarding, and there's hardly any better place to do that than in Utah. That's right, and that's why today our whole show is on skiing in Utah. There are no less than 14 different resorts in the Beehive State. That's 14 days, two weeks of skiing straight, and most of them are within an hour of landing from the airport. And once you get up on those slopes, you're skiing on what's known as the greatest snow on Earth. That's what the license plates say. It has to do with something called the lake effect, which produces very dry, powdery snow. We'll be talking about it more as we go along. Basically, a skier's paradise. We have got a full show for you today filled with four interviews. That's true. Susie English from Ski Utah is going to be telling us about all the resorts from south to north. Amy Kersey with Visit Park City is here to tell us about that amazing mining town surrounded by three ski resorts. And then we're also going to talk to Snow Basin and Snowbird. But before we do all of that, we first need to do Hot Topics in Travel. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. You can find us online at TravelBrigade.com, follow us on Twitter at TravelBrigade, or like us on Facebook. We'll be right back. What's hot? What's not? What's trending? Next up, this week's picks for travel news and hot topics in travel. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host Jeff Griffin doing our Ski Utah show. Before we hit the slopes, we've first got hot topics in travel. Jeff always comes up with these great things, a lot of times to irritate me, a lot of times to make me happy. But what do you have today, Jeff? Well, this one's about trains. And if you live in a large city, you know, you can typically take the A train, the B train, the C train. Well, now you can get ready to take the X train. The X train. Now, of all the cities in the world, where would the X train be going to? Somewhere dirty. Maybe we should use the term decadent. Hmm. Think of a city that's known for that. Sin City? Yes, Las Vegas. Oh, you know, they've been talking about a train corridor for a while. Are they finally going to do something about it? Well, they're talking about having one from Southern California to Las Vegas. It would leave from Fullerton. Which oh, is, okay. Because see, before there was this crazy train that was going to leave out of like Victorville, which made no sense. So this is Fullerton. Fullerton in Orange County. It would leave there. And five hours later, you would find yourself in Las Vegas. This is not designed to be a... Here, read a magazine, take a nap, we'll wake you up when you get there. This is designed to be a nightclub on wheels. Nice. I like it already. Makes you feel like you're in Vegas while you're riding to Vegas. It's going to be about $99 each way. It's adults only. That's also good. Don't plan the the family trip on this one. That will that ninety nine dollars will include a meal and a beverage, and then you can buy more alcohol if you want. <laughs> on a non traffic filled day, which isn't often, you can get to Vegas at about four hours. But on a Friday evening or Sunday, going back, it can be anywhere between six and eight hours. Yeah, we've as former residents of Southern California, 
we can tell you that there are a ton of people going back and forth on the weekends and to the point where that I-15 will get really clogged. And this would help alleviate some of that. And airports are no fun because then you have to get there two hours early. It's not a very long flight, but then you're in the airport. You know, I mean, so this actually could be a really great idea. And then you could really kind of start your Vegas weekend as soon as you board your train. Yeah. Now, do you think that's a, a great idea to have people get drunk before they get to Vegas and then <laughs> and then drink some more? Like, are they just well, going to pass the hangover? out? <laughs> have you seen the hangover? <laughs> There's lots of things that can happen in Vegas, and um, I don't know. I guess the only benefit to all of this is probably less hangover drivers on the way home Sunday. That's true. If it if it takes people off the road while they're inebriated, then I'm all for it. I think people are going to do whatever they want to do in Vegas. I mean, I think that's people kind of have this thing where they go to Vegas and they literally think they can do anything, and it does sort of get them in a little bit of trouble. But I think that this train really just sort of could be potentially really cool. It's scheduled to open on New Year's Eve 2013 going, Crazy. going into 2014. <laughs> and I think I think the $99 is a pretty reasonable I think so. rate when you compare with gas versus flying. And if you're getting a meal out of it, then I think and you're able to relax and hang out with your friends and kind of, like you said, get the party started early, then I think it would be worth it. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, stay tuned. 2013, Jeff and I on the X train. I'm entering it on my iCalendar as we speak. <laughs> However, my immediate schedule shows that we are going to do an interview with Susie English from Ski Utah coming up. You are listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. You can find us online at TravelBrigade.com. Follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade or like us on Facebook. We'll be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host Jeff Griffin on our Ski Utah show. And there are so many different resorts here in Utah, 14 of them. And to put them all together and give us information on all of them together, we've contacted Ski Utah. And here from Ski Utah is Susie English. Welcome, Susie. Hello, Susie. Thanks for having me. Tell us why Utah has the greatest snow on earth. You know, there's a couple reasons. Basically, um, we get an annual average of 500 inches or more of snow, which is a lot more than a lot of other ski destinations. So Uh that's a huge reason, as well as um, it's a very unique kind of lightweight and dense snow at the same time. It comes across the desert of Nevada and kind of dries out all of the storms and then it goes across the Great Salt Lake and picks up a lot of moisture and then it just dumps this perfect fluffy snow that we all all know and love to ski in. Not only is there all this great snow, but there are 11 resorts within an hour of the Salt Lake International Airport. That's pretty unique as well. Yeah, it's very unique. You know, it's um first of all the Salt Lake International Airport is pretty easy to fly in and out of from any major destination. We have a lot of direct flights that come straight in here, um, both just nationally here from the States as well as internationally. And um, then it's a pretty easy airport to get in and out of quickly and get a rental car and um, head up to the resort. So people definitely spend less time in their car and more time on the, on the slopes. And um, yeah, so 11 of our resorts are within an hour or under 
which is pretty amazing. Right. And some of these we're going to be talking about, we could say you could be actually on the slopes in an hour easily if you took off from the airport. Yeah, easily. You know, we have um, some programs that that, um, are based around this quick travel time. And, um, you know, you can be skiing, fly in that morning and ski that afternoon. And the Park City Resorts have the quick start program. And you can actually ski for free if you show your boarding pass. I know. That's amazing. I don't think that many people know about what a great opportunity that is. Yeah, it's such a unique opportunity. There's nowhere else um, that you can go ski, and it's that easy to access. So So tell us a little bit about, so people can understand a little bit about the dynamics of where some of these ski resorts are. We've got, we just talked about Park City, which has the canyons, Deer Valley, and Park City Mountain Resort. And then can you kind of lay out a couple of the other areas and and the pods of, of ski resorts and where those might be? Yeah, so we have the Park City Resorts, like you just mentioned, and then we have the Salt Lake Resort. Um, which include Brighton, Solitude, which are up Big Cottonwood Canyon, and then um, Alta and Snowbird that are up Little Cottonwood Canyon. And those, um, all four of those resorts are probably about, uh, you know, less than 45 minutes from, from the airport and a quick drive from Salt Lake. We have a lot of visitors that come to town and actually stay in in downtown or kind of somewhere in Salt Lake and can experience the the city life as well as get to those resorts really quickly. Um, and then we also have the Ogden area, which includes Snow Basin is the big resort up there, as well as Powder Mountain and Wolf Mountain. And those are all really close. They're also within an hour from the Salt Lake City International Airport and really close to downtown Ogden. And then we have Sundance Resort, which is outside of Provo. And that's a beautiful, magical little resort up there. It is. It's and so then, quaint. And I just love, I, I, I do love Sundance. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's it's really a unique experience, Sundance Resort, um, compared to any resort I've, I've ever been to. So that's a fun one. And then we have the, the resorts down south, um, Brian Head and Eagle Point, which are a little bit farther drive, but a beautiful experience. And you actually can see the you know, southern Utah Red Rocks when you're down there. And it's a really easy drive from Las Vegas as well as Southern California. That's true. I was going to say a lot. We've actually been down there and a lot. I mean, all the skiers we met had come through. They were either Californians or they had flown directly there from Vegas, and it's about a three-hour drive. And so that's really interesting in a very different environment. You're right. Yeah, and Eagle Point has a great um, promotion this winter. And Anyone with a California driver's license but is a California resident actually skis for free at Eagle Point at any time this winter, which is a pretty cool promotion. So speaking of which, tell us, are there any other uh, deals or passes that people might be interested in through this season that they can either get through Ski Utah or at the resorts? Yeah, you know, at SkiUtah.com, we have a deals section, and there are a lot of package deals, you know, so if you're looking for lodging and lift tickets, there's some great, great packages that, you know, it's a pretty big discount if you stay a certain amount of nights and you get the lift tickets included. Um, so that's at SkiUtah.com, and all the resorts participate and have a different deal um, for each resort. And then um, each resort also has uh, – multi-day passes, which if you're coming to visit, it's a great way to save a little bit of money if you know you're going to ski, um, say, three out of seven days at one particular resort. It's a good good way to, you know, save a little bit of money on lift tickets. And then there's another pass that um, it's called the Super Pass from Ski Salt Lake, 
And that is just for the Salt Lake Resorts, the four Salt Lake Resorts, but that's a great deal as well. It's so beautiful here in the winter. If people have not been to a winter holiday, it just, you really just feel like when you get up in these resorts and you're surrounded by snow, people are skiing, you're having your drinks out on the patio, watching the skiers. A lot of the resorts have different activities like tubing. I mean, it's just such a great, great place to be. Thank you so much for sharing uh, information about these wonderful Ski Utah resorts, and we hope people can make it out. And you can find a lot of information about all of these resorts. We'll have contact info on our website, travelbrigade.com. Thank you so much for joining us today, Susie. Thanks for having me. You're listening to Travel Brigade. We'll be right back. Not sure where to go, what to do, and where to sleep? Up next, hot hotels, unique activities, and top attractions in our destination city. Check it out. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin here in Utah. And there are a lot of classic winter experiences you can have around the resorts here in Utah. It doesn't have to just be skiing or snowboarding, although those are great. There's also a lot of different things you can do that just sort of make you feel like, wow, I'm really in a winter wonderland. Yes, we call them our quintessential winter experiences. And there are so many to be had here at so many different times of the day. Let's start with the evening. Well, first of all, we can decide whether to put this in dining or put this in an experience because they're both phenomenal. And we have a dining section coming up, which you know we always have got to eat. But the thing about this is really it's the whole experience that is so amazing. It's called Fireside Dining in Deer Valley, and it really is your classic winter wonderland. You drive up to this wonderful lodge, and they have a meal. Literally, when they say fireside dining, it's because all of the food is by its own fireplace cooking over the fire. So you've got a meat station, you've got a station that's got appetizers where you've got Swiss cheese dripping down on plates with fresh, you know, crudités to dip in there. You've got stews that are sitting being cooked in the fire, and then you, of course you have fondues by dessert, dripping chocolates and caramels. The food is wonderful, the lodge is wonderful, the drive up to the lodge is wonderful, but then it gets better. They have a sleigh ride that you can do. And what we did when we went up there, it was so phenomenal. We had our mini-me's with us, a couple of our mini-me's with us. After we ate and went to each one of the stations and just really enjoyed ourselves, we took a little break, went on a sleigh ride that was a horse-drawn sleigh ride, went out into this beautiful, crystal clear winter night, had a sleigh ride, and then came back for dessert. So like I said, I mean, yes, you can call it an eating experience, but... It is an overall winter experience. It's one of our favorites here in Utah. Another one I liked is in kind of the downtown Main Street area of Park City. The Park City Mountain Resort has a lift that runs right into the downtown Main Street area of Park City. One of the fun things is if you go into a little pizza place called the Vanzas that's right there, you kind of walk in and there's all these people coming on and off the mountain with skis and snowboards and stopping in for a slice and then heading back out. And you really get this feeling of, you know, a winter resort. It's this really classic, hey dude, snowboarder experience because you've got all these local snowboarders that are literally like bumming change off their friends to buy their pizza. And it's really fun to just hang out there. And it's a great cheap place for lunch. Another one of my winter experience funds is up at Snowbird at the Cliff Lodge. They have this great pool on top of the very top floor. It's heated in the middle of winter, and you can be sitting outside in the heated pool with the snow coming down, looking at all the mountains. It's, it's gorgeous, and it's just a really fun thing to do. 
if you're going to have a great ski day, you've got to include some time for après ski. A little time. I, I devote most of my time to that. <laughs> well, whenever and wherever. A couple of great places I know of are canyons up in Park City. They've actually got a place called Ski Beach. Yeah, there's a beach here in Utah. <laughs> and you, they actually have you know lifeguard towers set up there and beach chairs where you can. It's right at the bottom of the mountain where everybody's coming down, so you can sit out there, have a drink, talk with your friends, watch people come down. Another great one is at the St. Regis at Deer Valley. That's true. And they've also got a, a similar setup, and you know there's fireplaces out there to keep warm and things like that. And you have to order their classic specialty Bloody Mary. Yes, every St. Regis has its own Bloody Mary unique to that area. The Park City one up in Deer Valley has its own unique one, which if you're ever there, you should definitely try it. With black salt and local High West vodka. One more classic winter experience we should mention is driving through the Ogden Valley. We're going to be talking with Snow Basin coming up later in the show. Ogden Valley is this picturesque little valley with these little small towns and it's surrounded by the mountains and a lake. Just driving through there in and of itself is a classic winter experience. Yes, it's absolutely gorgeous. Moving up to Park City next, we have an interview with Visit Park City. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade. We'll be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin doing our Ski Utah show. And one of the places you've got to hit if you come skiing in Utah is the world-famous Park City And here to tell us more about it from Visit Park City is Amy Kersey. Welcome, Amy. Hello there. Hey, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. First and foremost, we heard you can ski for free in Park City. Tell us about that. You can absolutely ski for free in Park City if you use the Park City Chamber Bureau's Quick Start program, where you can catch a morning flight from almost anywhere to Salt Lake City International Airport and be skiing or snowboarding on our slopes the same afternoon. Um, The program converts your airline boarding pass into a same-day lift ticket to any three of our resorts, which include Deer Valley Resort, Canyons Resort, or Park City Mountain Resort. Do you bring your boarding pass to the resort, or do you have to register online, or how does that work? You register online prior to your flight and then bring that to the ticket office of any of the three resorts and redeem it there. That is so great. I know a lot of people have been talking about the ski for free. So basically, you want to get a flight as early as possible to get here in the morning and enjoy your first day complimentary there in Park City. Yeah, so it's just a great way to show that we're only 35 minutes from the airport and have access to three world-class resorts. So it's a bit of a no-brainer when you're planning a ski vacation. Speaking of three world-class resorts, Ski Magazine recently released their top resorts for the 2012-2013 season. Three resorts in Park City, all three in the top ten. Yes, and that is a first for all three resorts in Park City. And also Utah, the state, has never had three resorts in the top ten. So Deer Valley Resort came in at number two, Park City Mountain Resort at number four, and Canyons Resort at number ten. So we are very proud to be in that kind of company. And I also noticed they had some subcategories too, which are really great. Like some of the resorts are are one or two and family skiing or family winter vacations and different things like that. I mean, they've got a lot of things to offer generally all around. Definitely. And and Deer Valley Resort took the cake in several categories. Uh, Our number one in service, on-mountain food, 
family programs and lodging, while Park City Mountain Resort was ranked in the top 10 in several categories like grooming, family programs, yet again, dining, opera, ski, terrain parks, and canyons had several. Um, an impressive leap, actually. They were number 20 just three years ago, and so this is their highest ranking in history. So they're, oh, wow. They're moving up the charts, exactly. Well, and I think that's one thing that people that aren't really aware of the whole movement up there, just what a change over the last, you know, five years. There's been such a huge change. Uh, brand new, big resorts there. You've got a St. Regis, a Waldorf, a Montage, um, really just moving along as far as expansion and, and class. I mean, it's it's really, really quite moved up in the last few years. Absolutely. The luxury accommodations have definitely expanded, and, you know, the our fans have really taken to that and you know the rooms are full and they love skiing so that's why they keep coming back i think the important thing to note about park city too what makes it kind of unique as a ski destination is it was originally a mining town so you already had this mining town there and then somebody said hey there's some nice mountains here for skiing and so you already had this town set up and so you've got all these great hotels restaurants things to do outside of the resorts Absolutely, and that's one of the great things about Park City is that we are a community first and foremost rather than just setting up shop in November and packing up in May just open for the ski season. There are you know, a lot of events and things that go on all year round and a lot of non-ski activities if you're not a skier in the wintertime. So whether it's active things like cross-country skiing or snowshoeing or dog sledding or things like that. Um, there's also the Park City Museum where you could actually see a lot of that history from the silver mining days. So a plethora of things to do, that's for sure. Tell us a little bit about each one of the resorts and maybe one or two highlights and why what makes them each so unique. Sure. So Deer Valley Resort is a skiers-only resort, which there are only a handful left of those in the world. So definitely a different vibe there, uh, world-class dining, great service, great grooming. And so um, so they're, they've been number one by the ski rankings for the last five years until this year. So just really well-known in the skiing industry as being the best of the best. Uh, Park City Mountain Resort is part of the town, actually. There's a town lift. You can actually ski right into Main Street if you want. And a lot of the silver mining history has been maintained on the mountain with original structures from the silver mining days and a great family resort, too. A lot of on-mountain activities for kids and parents, so uh, a great destination for families. And Canyons Resort, as we were talking about, has just grown exponentially invested more than $50 million in infrastructure since 2010. It is the largest Utah resort, and so it's just a lot of intermediate and expert terrain and a lot of on-mountain dining that they've added. So it really it's great to be a local because, you know, you come here and it's like whatever you are in the mood for, um, you, know, you get kind of spoiled that there's three completely different resorts 10 minutes away from each other. And one thing that's also notable, too, about the canyons, talking about their dining, is that last year they opened the Bistro, which is a coaster restaurant, which is, I believe, the first one in a in a ski resort. Yes, the first one in North America, possibly the world. There may have been another one in Europe, but it did very well last year and is due to open again this December and hoping for the same numbers, if not better, but really took off and uh, spoke really well to 
to the consumers at Canyons. And I think uh, another interesting thing about Canyons was they added these heated seats last year, orange bubble seats. Can you talk a little bit about those? Yes, the Orange Bubble Express is the first and only heated chairlift in North America. So the actual seat is heated, and then there's this bubble that you can pull down over the front of you, and it's like this warm little pod as you ride up the hill. <laughs> and a lot of the hard, hardcore skiers were reluctant to use it, uh, but now once they've, they've used it, it's like, okay, yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. So <laughs> it's a great addition to the resort, that's for sure. Well, one thing that we want to talk about is all the great, you know, things that are also happening in Park City over the winter, most notably Sundance. Yeah, absolutely. Sundance Film Festival this year takes place January 17th through the 27th, and that brings in about 40,000-plus people to the streets of Park City. So that's a big one for us. And then the resorts are also hosting several events, the Sprint U.S. Grand Prix being held December 21st to the 22nd at Park City Mountain Resorts, the Visa Freestyle International January 30th through February 2nd at Deer Valley Resorts, and the Sprint U.S. Grand Prix Snowboarder Cross and Ski Cross February 28th through March 3rd at Canyons Resort. So plenty going on this winter. There is so much to do in Park City, whether you're on the slopes, dining, hanging out on the streets. It's such a fun and great town. So we hope that you book your ticket. Make sure that you sign up ahead so you can ski for free and enjoy Park City. We've been talking about a lot of different things here in this interview, and you can find information about all of those at our website. We'll have a hot sheet, travelbrigade.com. We'll have a hot sheet listing all the places you can contact there. Thank you so much, Amy, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel destination show. We'll be right back. Questions or comments for the Travel Brigade? Tweet them at Travel Brigade. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. And we are doing our Ski Utah episode. However, there are so many great things to do at all of these resorts and in these resort towns that don't involve hurtling down a mountain at fast speeds. Is this a good time to make a ski confession? Sure. Okay. I'm not really a good skier. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I much prefer the non-ski activities and the dining and the enjoying myself at the resorts than I do plummeting down the hill. Well, there are plenty of non-ski activities here at the Utah resorts. They appeal to all ages. That's true. I know. I tried them all because I kept getting off the slopes. Well, that is one of the fun things about coming to a ski resort or a resort town is, especially if you're traveling with a family, is it doesn't have to just be about the skiing. It can be about a lot of different things, and different things are going to appeal to different family members. True. One of the places I really like is Gorgoza Park. It's owned by Park City Mountain Resort, and it's a great tubing hill. And this is a great thing. They have one of those magic carpets where you don't have to do anything. You just get on the tube, you get pulled up to the top, and slide down to the bottom. And whether you're coming from the valley or up in Park City, it's about halfway in between. So it's a great place, no matter where you're skiing, to get into the park. Yes, another fun place up in Park City is the Olympic Park, which was the site for the 2002 Winter Games for the bobsled, luge, skeleton, and the ski jumping. 
Now, it's still open, and you can do a lot of fun activities there, including paying money to ride on a bobsled with a professional driver. A Jamaican bobsled? Well, I don't know. We'd we'd have to make that request and see what happens. But either way, it's going to be pretty exciting. (laughs) One of the great experiences we've had is snowmobiling outside of Bryan Head, which is down more in southern Utah. Yeah, a lot of people use Las Vegas to come in when they go to the southern Utah resorts because it's a little bit closer than the Salt Lake Airport. You've probably seen all the really great calendar pictures of southern Utah and the red rocks and the vistas and the valleys and things like that. Well, on this snowmobile trip, we got to go right up to Cedar Breaks. You're out there on this uh, sort of windswept, snow-filled cliff looking over these beautiful red rocks. I felt like I was in a music video. (laughs) It was really cool. And the funny thing is when we were there, there was no footprints, no other snowmobile tracks, nothing. I mean, you literally are going up in the top of nowhere and just have this beautiful, beautiful view. We talked earlier about how amazing it can be on a cold winter night when it's clear and you can see all the stars and you're out in this quiet mountain area. Sundance Resort, which is kind of south of Salt Lake in the Provo Canyon, they have something called full moon cross-country skiing or snowshoeing. For only 15 bucks. they'll include the equipment, and you can go out snowshoeing and cross-country skiing around that area. Talk about unique experiences, hardcore. The Canyons has a groomer ride-along program where you can actually go out and help groom the mountain. What makes this irresistible to me is I'm getting to drive or at least ride on this big, huge, powerful machine, and everyone has to get out of my way. And it's not for the faint at heart. I mean, I think the minimum tour is four hours. Sometimes they're eight So check with the canyons, but it is really a really unique experience. Solitude, which is one of the resorts just outside of Salt Lake up the Cottonwood Canyons, has this cute little sort of alpine village at the bottom of the mountain there. And there are a lot of different things to do there, including they have an ice rink. So that can be a really fun thing to do. Up next, we're going to move to Snow Basin, which is a sister resort of Sun Valley, the ever popular Sun Valley, right when we come back. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. We'll be right back. Not sure where to go, what to do, and where to sleep? Up next, hot hotels, unique activities, and top attractions in our destination city. Check it out. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host, Jeff Griffin. And today we are talking about skiing in Utah. The greatest snow on earth. And what's the biggest ski event there is? In terms of ski racing, people going fast down a mountain. The Olympics? Got to be the Olympics. Uh, There's only a handful of places where they can say, we have hosted an Olympics here. We have had the greatest skiers in the world ski as fast as possible down our mountain. One of the few places in the world that can say that is Snow Basin. And here to tell us more about Snow Basin in the Ogden Valley is Jason Dyer. Welcome, Jason. Oh, welcome, guys. Jason, tell us a little bit about how uh, Snow Basin was chosen as an Olympic venue. Um, Well, it was our terrain, to be honest with you. We had the perfect layout for the 2002 Winter Games for the speed event, which is the Super G, the downhill, um, and, you know, running stuff up off of uh, Mount Allen Peak down to the bottom. It met all the statutes of, you know, they need to look at vertical drop, uh, pitches, everything like that, and we fit it to the two. And do you guys still hold ski races there? Can people, if they come ski, they can try different portions that were used there? Yeah, it's actually the, uh, it's called the Grizzly Downhill and the Wildflower Downhill are the men's and women's downhill. That actually runs on the mountain. Oh, wow. 
That would be yeah. that would be fun for people unlike me who know what they're doing. <laughs> no, come on. Just slap some skis no, on it, and it's go. great. They're actually some of the they're actually really fun runs to take. But it's funny you sit. Uh, we still have the start houses here that we had during the winter games. Oh, uh-huh. And it's funny you sit at the top and you're like. People want to go straight down this. <laughs> it's awesome. And on a powder day, those runs are amazing. Tell us a little bit about Snow Basin. We know that you're uh, we know that you're associated with Sun Valley. So tell us a little bit about the the resort itself, and also just the Ogden Valley skiing. Well, we're, we are sister resorts. We're owned by the same company, so we we do have a similar look and feel. Our terrain packages are pretty different. We have a uh, we both have different, you know, layouts and diversities of terrain. But, you know, going into the Ogden Valley side of things, you know, we're we're a big part of the Ogden Valley and Ogden Valley ski scene, obviously. You know, we have uh, Powder Mountain across the way and Wolf Mountain as well. But what's great is we all offer a, a different uh, customer experience, which is, which is amazing. You can come here, you know, we've got top-rated food. Our lodges are amazing. You got to check out our bathrooms. I know it sounds weird, but trust me, you're <laughs> like, oh my god. Um, we were we were ranked not this past this past year. We were ranked the fifth best bathroom in the nation, and we were the only we were the only ski resort in it. So it was really funny. Huh. And the Ogden Valley, it's less than an hour from the Salt Lake International Airport. Is that correct? Yeah, that is very true. You can get to our mountain in less than 40 minutes from the uh, airport. We're actually, we are the closest mountain time-wise from the airport. And the Ogden Valley is so picturesque. I, I can't think of a more picturesque, like, here is a ski valley than the Ogden Valley. And there's even a little town in there named Eden. And when they named it that, they weren't being ironic. It is just this perfect little mountain valley. Yeah, I like to call it living in a postcard. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, every day is a postcard day. It could even be snowing sideways with a you know low cloud ceiling, and it is still amazing. It's so beautiful down here. I mean, it's it's a great place to go. You can get away. You know, the crowds aren't that big. Um, it's great mom and pop feel down there. Tell us what draws skiers to Snow Basin. You know, I'd really like to say it's our terrain, um, our customer service. Uh, is second to none, and uh, I mean it's around noontime right now when we're talking. But food's amazing. <laughs> but uh, this is one of the only places that you can off the gondola, you can get a powder run, a groomer, and if you're feeling in a terrain park, in all in one run without having to hike or traverse at all. It's oh, amazing. Wow. You mentioned this, yeah. this great dining. What are some of the best places to hit? Our whole resort, every every place. <laughs> uh, you know, obviously. Earl's Lodge, right at the base area. Um, even if you're not skiing, you can uh, buy what we call foot passenger uh, lift ticket and come up to Needles Lodge and eat there. And then we also have John Paul Lodge, which you can also obviously have there. And they're full, full venue, like custom-made food at every lodge. And they all have like their own little bit of twist to it. And on Needles Lodge, you would actually take the uh, lift partway up the mountain? Is that correct? Yeah, actually, you take uh, the Needles Gondola all the way up the mountain to Needles Lodge. And what's great is we have heated pavers up at the lodge and up at the base area. You don't even need to step on snow if you want to go up. And it looked like there were a lot of opportunities to take lessons and a lot of unique uh, lesson setups. Tell us a little bit about the Snow Divas, how that works. Well, what's great about the Snow Divas is it's a women-specific uh, lesson program. We have four sessions 
It is five two-hour lessons, and it's $275. You know, we hold it like we have a every Saturday lesson or an every Sunday lesson. And what's great is, you know, uh, women carry themselves uh, weight-wise, you know, style-wise, different than men, and they can really sit there and focus with other women, you know, and they feel more comfortable in having that program. It, it, it's, it's a great thing. We always get amazing feedback every year. Tell us a little bit about any non-ski activities you have there at the resort. For non-ski activities, we have, we have snowshoeing, we have tubing, and we have uh, we have skate skiing or cross-country skiing, which is not a downhill ski event. And, uh-huh. yeah, it's technically skiing, but the learning curve is a little more aggressive. And when people come there, where do they stay? Because is there lodging available, or do you work with local hotels? Or Yeah, we, we work with local hotels. We have great partnerships. There's a bunch of hotels right in Huntsville and Eden, a.k.a. Ogden Valley. The closest one to us is Lakeside Condominiums, uh-huh. and it's about seven miles from the resort, maybe a 10-minute drive from the resort. And each each condo has your own hot tub. It's awesome. And they have nice marble countertops, and it's right on Pineview Reservoir, so you have great lake view, and you have a great actual view of Snow Basin, too. Do you have any special deals going this season that uh, our listeners might want to know about? Um, with lodging, we, we do have uh, we work with Lakeside Condominiums, and we also work with Ogden Marriott downtown Ogden. They have stay and lift ticket packages for us. But also, we have a great program for the first time, never ever skiers and snowboarders. It's called the Learn and Earn Program, and for two hundred and ninety-five dollars, you get five two-hour group lessons, five um, basic rental packages, and five lift tickets. And at the end of complete, completing all of those lessons, you, we issue you a season pass. Wow. Oh, wow. That is a great deal. No, and it's a great program. The first date of having those uh, season passes issued is January 22nd is when we start finishing them. So it gives people time to get the program finished. And is that available for anyone or just locals, or who is that available uh, for? No, it, 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 it's anyone. Oh, wow. Nobody has any excuse not to ski or snowboard now. <laughs> yeah, and what we really want to do is just want to introduce people to the sport. It's amazing being on snow skiing and snowboarding, and it's such a fun time. It gets you out of your house, and, you know, it's, it's almost like a culture thing. You know, people love to go hang out with friends. I, I know people on this mountain that they only hang out with a certain group of friends during the winter. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, yes, it's a sport. Yes, it's an activity. But most of all, it's just fun, you know, and people have a great time, and they can relate to it. It's great. Well, thank you so much, Jason, for joining us today. It's such great information. We hope people go out there to Snow Basin and try it out. No, I, I really uh, encourage anybody to come out here. It's it's amazing. It was one of my favorite mountains before I worked here, and it, that will never change. We'll have information about Snow Basin on our website, TravelBrigade.com. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. We'll be right back. You're going to get a little hungry when you're traveling the globe. Whether it be fine dining, a regional specialty, or a small local street cart, you got to eat. Next up, you got to eat. Mmm, good. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with Jeff Griffin. 
while you're out skiing or snowboarding, you're going to work up an appetite. And there are a lot of places near these resorts or at these resorts where you can get some great food. There's so many, but there's just a few that we wanted to mention that we couldn't really not tell you about because they're so unique or places that we really like. We were just talking with Snow Basin and they have a place called Earl's Lodge, which is this beautiful lodge made of spruce logs. There are six fireplaces inside. They serve a really diverse menu. You can even get faux there. Also at the canyons, one of our favorites is Bistro, which just opened last year. It's actually a kosher restaurant. It's one of the first, we believe, we know in North America and quite possibly in the world, they're touting and they have every right to tout. It's an amazing restaurant. The It's not what you would think of, I think, when you're thinking of kosher. It's not just pastrami on rye, all sorts of different things. We had some of the best sliders we've ever had in our life there. We had beef cheek gnocchi. And a really, really great bolognese. Yes, and two rabbis on staff. To make sure the whole experience was literally kosher. Now, we've talked about the resorts up the Cottonwood Canyons, and right at the mouth of those canyons is a place called La Caille, and it's sort of the classic French gourmet dining experience. And it's not just about the food. The food at La Caille is really good, but it's also the environment, the atmosphere. When you pull up to La Caille, it's just so, so beautiful. A lot of people go just, just for that experience alone. Now, one thing that sort of makes people a little bit skittish maybe about coming to Utah is the liquor laws here. They've loosened up a lot over the last few years, and proof of that is that there is an actual operating whiskey distillery in Park City. They took two historical properties there right off Main Street and combined them to make this distillery and restaurant. The restaurant's really fun. You get to eat in different rooms of the house. And they have whiskey flights, if you would like to try those. They have these award-winning whiskeys. You can taste the difference between all the different ones they make. And there's a lot of things that incorporate whiskey into the menu. It's just a really, really fun place to do. They also have a bar outside. And it's really convenient. It's the world's first ski-in, ski-out gastro pub. You can literally ski-in and ski-out of the place. It's really fun. Don't miss it. Coming up next, we've gone up north to the Ogden Valley. We've gone to the east to Park City. Now we're going to go a bit south up the Cottonwood Canyons and talk with Snowbird. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. We'll be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to Travel Brigade. This is Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. This is your weekly travel destination show and this week, Ski Utah. And one of the great areas is the Cottonwood Canyons just outside of Salt Lake, really easy to get to from the Salt Lake Airport. And there are some great resorts there. One of them is Snowbird. And here to tell us more about Snowbird is Emily Mensch. Welcome, Emily. Thank you very much for having me. Tell us a little bit about the Cottonwood Canyons and the resorts up there and what makes that whole terrain and the snow. I mean, people, I know personal friends of mine that come there and go, that's the only place they're going to ski is up those mountains. So tell us why it's so spectacular up there. That's right. We are best known for being steep and deep. So we've got about (laughs) 1,000 vertical feet of terrain, which is more than any other resort in Utah. And uh, we call it lake effect snow because um, the Great Salt Lake, uh, just makes the snow so light and powdery. It's super fluffy. So when you're skiing and it's deep, sometimes it, it'll be bottomless. It's flowing over your head and uh, so much fun. And like you mentioned, uh, 
we're so close to the Salt Lake International Airport. We're 29 miles away. So you can be from the tarmac to the top of the tram, which is 11,000 feet, in about uh, about an hour. Oh, wow. That's yeah. pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, and combine that with uh, we get about 500 inches annual um, snowfall. Wow. So there's Snowbird, and then tell us about the other uh, ski resorts that are there up in the canyons. Yeah, so we're connected at the hip with Alta Ski Resort. Uh, we've got a lift that connects both of us, and you can buy both resorts on one ticket. And then in the in our neighboring canyon, just on the other side, uh, we've got Brighton and Solitude. And they're both wonderful, wonderful places to ski. And one other thing I just wanted to mention about the canyons is, like, for a long time it was so accessible because you can actually take public transportation from the bottom of the canyon. And a lot of resorts here in Utah, you can't do that. That's right. And uh, we offer public transportation from the mouth of each of the canyons. And this year, uh, Trax is going to be going from the airport to downtown Salt Lake. And from there, it'll be easy to take a bus um, straight to the canyon. It looks like one of the great places to stay there at Snowbird is the Cliff Lodge because you're just skiing, ski out. You've got outdoor pools, tubs, things like that. Yes, I love the Cliff Lodge. The views are just stunning. And like you said, you can ski in, ski out. We've got several restaurants in there. And, of course, my favorite, the Cliff Spa, which has a rooftop pool and hot tub and such a great way to end your day and refresh and rejuvenate for another day of skiing or snowboarding right there. And the views are really great. I was actually there for a conference in the spring, and people were still skiing out, I mean, late, late, late into the spring. And they're so, you know, you look out the windows there at the Cliff Lodge, and they're just right up. You're just right there on the mountain. It's really, it's really unique. Yeah, because the train is so steep, I mean, you're looking straight across, and you can point out the, the lines and the runs that you skied earlier that day. And... Like you said, it's we're open sometimes until the fourth of July has been our record, but we just keep we stay open and, uh, as long as possible. Tell us about how many runs that you have and what levels of runs you have there at the resort. We have eighty-five runs. We've got eleven lifts, and this year we just uh, upgraded one of our doubles to a, a high-speed quad. That's Little Cloud Chair, and we're about thirty. We're just about equal with uh, beginner, advanced. And intermediate terrain. Um, we are known for having a lot of black diamonds, but we were also pretty beginner friendly um, over here on Chickadee is our beginner lift, and we've got a great mountain school program. The other Cottonwood resorts also have really good mountain school programs. Um, it's always good to stick the kiddos in the lesson for the day, <laughs> go free ski and enjoy it. And it looks like there's a lot of great dining available there, right? at the resort. I'm counting up 17 different eating options and nine of them sit down. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. And we just remodeled the Airy, and it is gorgeous. And we're working on remodeling the Wildflower, which is our Italian restaurant right now. So we've got a ton of options uh, for different different tastes. We've got Mexican, Italian, um, American gastropub, a little something for everyone. And it looks like it runs the gamut from stop by and pick up a sandwich to really nice sit-down gourmet meal. Yeah, I have to tell you, most of my paycheck actually goes to my own meals <laughs> eating here because I always have to go somewhere new for lunch, somewhere for dinner, and every every uh, every day for coffee, too. So. <laughs> yeah. Tell us a little bit about specials that you might be having through the season this year and what people might be interested in. Yes, we've got some great specials. You can check them all out at snowbird.com. But my favorite this year is the Ski Free and Stay the Fourth Night Free. Uh, It's at the Inn, the Lodge at Snowbird, and at the Cliff Lodge. And uh, you can get up to two Snowbird adult lift passes per night of stay. 
And then the fourth night uh, is free with this oh, package. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, it's for the bedroom and for the studio units. And kids 12 and under always ski and stay free. And so it's a really good deal. They ski and stay free. That's right. Wow. Families will be really interested to hear that. <laughs> right. And, you know, I meant uh, six and under ski free, but 12 and under ski and stay free. Emily, thank you so much for telling us about Snowbird. We're going to have contact information for Snowbird on our website. Just go to the travelbrigade.com, click on the hot sheet, and you can get more information about Snowbird. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. We'll be right back. They don't always agree, but they always seem to have the reasons. Next up, Travel Brigade's countdown of their favorites from this week's show on He Said, She Said. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin with our Ski Utah episode. And we've come to the point in the show for He Said. She Said. And we're going to open it quite a bit here to just general experiences we've had at ski resorts or in ski areas. Here in Utah, of course. Yes. (laughs) As always, She Said goes first. Gorgoza Park. It's really fun, not just for the kiddies, but for the adults too. Tubing down the hill, like I said, it's owned by Park City Mountain Resort. It's not that far from Park City, nor is it that far from the valley if you're somewhere else skiing. You buy a lift ticket, you're on the magic carpet, you just keep going up, keep going down. You can have a little hot chocolate when you're done. It's just a really, really fun day. Yeah, they took the worst part of tubing and took it away. Exactly. Having to walk up the hill, they left the best part in, took the worst part out for you. Exactly. And the end result is terrific. Which is why my tubing experience has been like one great ride, because I'm not going to keep going up that mountain. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I've really liked here with our mini-me's is the way that ski lessons are available. There are a lot of good deals out there, particularly we heard a little bit today about the Learn to Ski Month and Learn to Ski programs. We've had some good experiences with our mini-me's at Park City Mountain Resort and at Brian Head. That's true. They really liked it. They've done skiing and snowboarding. And I think just in general, it's just a really good package deal. You get the lesson, the lift ticket, your equipment. And I just think overall, we've just had really good experiences with the staff and them really taking time to teach the mini-me's how to get up on the board or ski down the hill. Yes, we're trying to break the family tradition of our bad skiing. We're trying not to pass that on to the next generation. (laughs) We have them loving the snow. One of the things I love to do when the kitties are on the snow is hit the spas. Some of my favorites are located there in Park City, one at the St. Regis. They do a great oxygen facial, and they have such a great facility. It's really great. The other one is at the Golden Door Spa at the Waldorf Astoria that is at the Canyons Resort. It couldn't be any easier to get to that spa since it's less than 50 yards from the chairlift. The world-renowned Golden Door Spas are just, the service is impeccable. Everything from check-in to the facilities. I got this lavender zen treatment that was kind of a combination between a massage and a scrub. It was zenful, like it said. I really just spent my day enjoying the facilities, having a really nice, relaxing day. I even ordered lunch from Slopes, which is their new restaurant that's just been converted over. It had some great buffalo chili, and I had that down in the gathering room. 
So all in all, just a really, really great day. Staying in Park City, I love being there during the Sundance Film Festival. It's crowded. It's crazy. It's terrific. It is really terrific. You go up and down Main Street. You might see a few stars. You might not. You get something to eat. If you kind of look around, you can find out all the places to get good swag. Yeah, every year we go to Sundance. My whole goal is to get enough swag so I don't have to buy winter clothes for my children. And just the whole atmosphere of the place you feel like, wow, I'm someplace where something is really happening. This is really exciting. That's going to move me to my number one. I tell everybody about this all the time because I think it is so great. The Fireside Dining at Deer Valley, like I said, you can't get any better. Food being cooked over the fire, taking a sleigh ride. It's just a quintessential winter romantic experience. Nothing beats being outside at night in a sleigh when it's a clear night and you can see all the stars having some good food on top of it. My number one is snowmobiling that we did down at Bryan Head Resort down in southern Utah. What made it really cool is you go through some trees and then some meadows and then you emerge on this cliff overlooking cedar breaks, these beautiful red rocks that you've seen in all the calendars and the postcards. It's breathtaking. And you're on this snowy cliff looking over it all. It's something I'll never forget. And in the meadow, I took Jeff to town and like really made my snowmobile go super fast. Yes, you, you beat me. I will, I, will, I will admit to that. We hope you enjoyed our Ski Utah show. All of the places we talked about, you can find information about them by going to TravelBrigade.com and clicking on the hot sheet for today's show. And don't forget to get your bags packed and come out to Utah. It's a gorgeous winter wonderland. We'll be back with another destination next week, but in the meantime... There are two stages in life. You're either on a trip or you're planning your next trip. Whatever stage you're in, we hope you'll join us on the Travel Brigade radio show. We'll see you next week. You have been listening to Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin on Travel Brigade. Connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and at TravelBrigade.com.